and welcome everybody to Soccer 101, the podcast in which we go in-depth on questions like what is La Masia, why was Alex Ferguson such a good manager, and why there are 11 players on the pitch for each team. As always, we hope these shows will appeal to the newbie and the veteran alike. My name is Taylor Rockwell. This week, we're delving into a topic that recently led to angry ranting from Graham Ruffin. Postponements. Graham, why did such an innocuous little topic fill you with barely controllable rage? Ah, so uh, so while most Soccer 101 episodes are evergreen, they uh-huh. do have some sort of news hook, something that <laughs> yes. makes them relevant yes. in the present moment. So the news hook for this episode is my ever-growing hatred of Dumbarton Football Club and their cabbage patch of a pitch. At this point, I maybe know more about postponements than any football fan on the planet because Tuesday night saw Sterling Albion's crunch promotion match against Dumbarton postponed for a fourth time this season. So, yeah, and 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 to make matters worse, the the each postponement has been later than the last. So last night I was inside the stadium, I'd I'd had my pre-match pie in Bovro, and it was called off twenty more twenty minutes before kickoff. And this was my third trip to Dumbarton this season, and I have yet to see an actual match. I mean, Dumbarton is just a regular town; it's fine, but it's not that nice. I wouldn't have visited it three times this season if there hadn't been the promise of a football match on the end of it that hasn't <laughs> happened as of yet. So we did uh, the background for this episode. We were going to do a different different topic entirely. Uh, then my suggestion was that we do an episode that is just why Graham Ruffin hates Dumbarton. Uh, Graham, ever the consummate professional, came up with the idea that maybe we could connect this to postponements and not just be <laughs> Graham ranting. But I do think it's an ample opportunity for Graham to be annoyed at Dumbarton. So what what were they were they all rainouts thus far? All all of the cancellations. Um, well, I mean, there's been four of them now, so I'm having to remember. Yep. So there's certainly been more than one rain off a waterlogged pitch, but I think one of them was also a frozen pitch. Maybe the first one was a frozen pitch. I seem to remember that being a cold day when I was when I was in Dumbarton. Basically, their pitch is an absolute nightmare. So a little bit of background. Um, I for anyone who saw on the Patreon, the TSS Plus Patreon yesterday, I did a little bit of a, a video of the match that never was, part four. Their stadium is right behind Dumbarton Rock, which is this giant extinct volcano um, in Dumbarton. And so it doesn't receive much sunlight. So that's part of the problem. I believe there's no drainage system at all. So this stadium was built in the early 2000s on the cheap. And you can tell that when you go into the stadium and the concourses of the stadium are just completely bare. There is no drainage system. So at Sterling Albion, and we'll talk a little bit more about this later on, we have a drainage system. We don't have under soil heating. We don't have under turf heating like you would have in a Premier League or even a Scottish Premiership ground. But Dumbarton don't have anything at all. And the geological background of where their stadium is, the because it's an extinct volcano, the rock, the, the, the bedrock is absolutely solid and they don't have enough topsoil for their pitch. So it's absolutely solid, then a little bit of topsoil with no drainage system, which just means whenever it rains... That pitch floods like it did last night. And had that game been played anywhere else, it would have been played. It would have gone ahead. But because it's on this pitch, which is just a nightmare, it was called off. I have more questions about Dumbarton's pitch. And then we'll talk postponements. <laughs> it's on bedrock with a little bit of topsoil. Does everybody just get injured and concussed whenever they play on it? That does not seem like a forgiving surface. It cuts up so easily. So I think that was one of the factors was... It wasn't just how bad it was at kickoff. It was, this is going to get a lot worse once this game starts and there's players running around and flying into tackles and everything like that. But yeah, it seems like it is a... 
it is a bit of a of, of a danger. I mean, a lot of their fans. One thing I should mention is they all of their fans are furious as well. They, okay. They're they're embarrassed by this whole episode, and I think they at this point at this point, excuse me, they want uh, an all weather pitch like an astroturf pitch to be laid, mm. but they're expensive. You're talking like half a million pounds for an all weather pitch, but it, it is a nightmare of a playing surface. And they can't crown it. You can't just elevate the center and have it have like natural drainage. That that hasn't been a thing they're willing to go for. Is that extra topsoil too expensive? I guess you could. I mean, they have raised the possibility of actually building an entirely new stadium in a different location because you still have the problem of no sun from ah. being behind the rock. So if you st- you still get frozen. <laughs> pitches you still have decided that you still have the problem of no sun is the most scottish football thing i think i've heard you say in a while (laughs) yeah indeed i mean whoever decided that directly behind an extinct extinct volcano was the best place to build a football stadium maybe wasn't the smartest uh the stadium you did the the tour of the like now defunct abandoned stadium was it glasgow fc was that whose it was you mean the like the the completely derelict one yeah so that was third Lanark in, in Glasgow. They were okay, kind of third Lanark. Uh, they were sort of Glasgow's third club. Okay. Is, did that one have drainage? <laughs> so what I'm hearing is that Dumbarton should play their games at the derelict third Lanark ground because it might be better than their actual pitch. Well, I'm just wondering if the derelict abandoned ground has a better drainage system than the one that's actually used by a modern day club. It is entirely possible. Uh, uh, yes, uh, that, it is possible. So what, like how much trepidation do you have for going back for the, the oh, yeah. uh, eventual makeup will you still go or are you just expecting for it to be miserable and maybe not be played i will go if it matters so the way that it it, it could pan out now is we can win the title at dumbarton next ah. week so it's been rearranged for next week if if that can happen obviously i will go and i will grip my teeth the whole time and I mutter swear words under my breath but if it doesn't i probably won't go no how would you feel if it were canceled this time? You show up, game is called off, but because of the conditions, because of the way it's been, it's a forfeit. So you just you get the three points, you get the win, you win the title, but it's by a forfeit because once again the rain the game was called off. How are you feeling then? Fine, because we're probably promoted, and I never have to go back to Dumbarton again, <laughs> at least for another season. We can just wave goodbye at that place for twelve months. So this would be an outlier. We will be returning to Dumbarton as an example of what not to do. <laughs> but broadly speaking, Graham, postponements are rare but not uncommon uh, when it comes to, to global football. Oftentimes you'll have matches postponed because a team qualifies for the next round of a competition. So you've got to move some dates around and maybe a game that was yep. scheduled for a certain date now gets pushed back. But that gives you ample opportunity to plan. And that's not quite even what we're talking about here. So let's start simple, Graham. What constitutes a postponed match? When are matches postponed? So a postponed match is a fixture that is cancelled before kickoff to be arranged for another time. So there's no forfeit or anything like that where one of the teams would be awarded a victory. It's just a case of, let's try this another time. And in football lexicon, postponed, um, there's a difference between a postponement and an, ab- an abandonment. Mm-hmm. So a postponement means a, a match is cancelled before it is started, but abandoned is used for when the match has started and then it is stopped. And that can obviously get quite messy because if it's five minutes in and there's been no goals and it's abandoned because of bad weather, then you can just come back another time and you start again on, on another date. But say one team is 3-0 up, 
and it's 60 minutes into the match, then it's abandoned. It is left up to the league to make a decision on what the correct course of action should be, i.e., should the match start again or should they just play the final periods of the match? And the yeah. reasons for a postponement or, a, or an abandonment could be the weather. That is the, the most common reason um, for a postponement of a match is adverse weather conditions. That could be a waterlogged pitch. It could be a frozen pitch. It could be snow in the pitch. Although that last one seems to be a bit of a cultural difference between Europe and the US because we've all seen the snow games in places yeah. like Colorado and Salt Lake and that just would never uh, never happen here um in in the event Wait, really? of so even even with like a little like a dusting of snow they'll play through that right it, it depends what you mean by a dusting of snow i i have been at stadiums where the problem isn't so much the pitch the consideration is more fans getting into the ground and slipping and falling and you know breaking a bone or doing some harm to themselves so that is more commonly used as the reason for postponement in in the event of snow but when I see games like, well, what what was the famous the US the the US played the a snow, snow game, right? Yep, in Colorado that, versus Costa Rica. Yeah. That would just never happen in Europe, and I'm not saying one way is better than the other. It's just that is, I think that is a a big cultural difference. That match would have been postponed a long time before that, and I see like maybe that's an American sporting thing because I I often will watch like the Green Bay Packers in the playoffs and. They're all like, it's going to be minus 30 at kickoff of the, or, or the start of this match. And I think almost it's part of, like, it's a point of pride for Green Bay that they play through yep. that, those conditions. And so I think that is a bit of a cultural difference. That wouldn't happen with a soccer match here. Yeah, I know. But I think it is and, also possible that it's so, so cold that the team, other team is just completely taken out of their mindset and their game plan because of how frigid it can be. Uh, and then the U.S. maybe does that occasionally with World Cup qualifying because... If Central American teams get to play at elevation with pollution around or in the middle of the day in a jungle, I guess uh, why not play in freezing, freezing, freezing cold conditions to balance things out? Yeah, we don't really have that in Scotland. I mean, it's just drizzle and uh, <laughs> slightly freezing temperatures, but nothing, nothing sort of life-threatening. Um, but yeah, in the events of adverse weather conditions, what will happen is a pitch inspection will be called, or at least it should be called um that will take place in the hours before kickoff and a decision will, will be made by the match official dumbarton's issue is they tend not to call pitch inspections the referee turns up and finds an unplayable pitch and all the fans have turned up so they've done that three times now and that's actually kind of why i think most sterling Albion you can't control the weather last yeah. night the pitch was unplayable it's largely about communication and and the process and dumbarton not really following that process and um, other reasons a match might be might be postponed taylor you mentioned other commitments um and your lead in there so that's just clubs having commitments in other competitions if you make a deep run in a cup competition you're likely ha will have some league matches postponed and rearranged for another date um, you might have in some leagues you can have matches postponed because of a number of international players called up during an international window. I went into the SBFL rulebook to see what the rules are in, in Scotland on this. So it says, A club shall be entitled to apply to the board for the postponement of any official match where three or more of its players who would otherwise have participated in such match are unavailable through international selection. I'm not sure if that rule is in the MLS rule book because they just play through international yep. windows. Um, a couple other reasons for uh, 
reasons you might have a postponement. In recent seasons, we've had postponements due to COVID cases and clubs basically not being able to field a team of players. Hopefully those days are behind us. And finally, some strange examples are out there and, and one strange example in particular of a match postponed in 2016 in the Premier League, one that I'm sure, Taylor, you remember, my United at home to Bournemouth, last game of the season, was called off due to a fake bomb being found in a toilet. And I'm able mm-hmm. to laugh about that because it was a dummy bomb left behind from a training drill. Yeah. So that was unusual. Yeah, if you're doing a bomb training drill about what to do if there's a bomb in a stadium, you should remember to take the fake bomb with you when you leave. <laughs> Otherwise... People get a little bit nervous. Games get canceled. And there are those great, like, that's not a great example. That's just more incompetence. But there are plenty of those sort of random ones. There's the one with uh, Madonna at Marseille where uh, she was supposed to perform a concert in the velodrome and her stage collapsed. And that led to questions about, I think, the integrity of the stadium as well as just making sure everything was cleaned up properly so they temporarily didn't have a home. Uh, There was a game from FC, from City, something like that, where they have the, the the cheese festival. Their game had to be called off because they were expecting tourists and they didn't want it to clash. <laughs> I love that. You get random, random examples uh, depending on the level of competition you're playing in because you will also get games postponed for, for holidays and the like as well. Those are a bit easier to plan for, yeah. though, than they are, say, Madonna uh, competitions or eclipses. That was another one why a game has been postponed because of an expected eclipse uh, and I think not having the lights necessary to deal with that. Well, that's on that club if they don't have lights <laughs> yeah, to deal so. with darkness. <laughs> uh, I think it was. I think it was actually that they were like a tourist destination because of their position that it would have been a beautiful viewing uh, experience. So again, I think expected crowds, which is the thing. If there's expected to be massive crowds for any number of reasons, and then especially if those crowds are expected to be violent, you might get games postponed because the authorities say this is no longer safe or we have reason to believe it won't be safe so we're pushing this game back until we can get more security in place and that one i have less of an issue with for sure yeah we've had that fairly recently in scotland where i believe there was a harry styles concert on ibrox there was a festival on in the in the city center as well and celtic were due to be playing a champions league qualifier and the police in glasgow just said no we don't have enough police for that, we do, so it was postponed. And actually, I think what happened was they switched the the because you know with a Champions League qualifier, you have a home and away leg. I think they switched the the legs around to accommodate that. So I guess those, technically that wasn't a postponement, but it might fall into that category. All the violent Harry Styles fans couldn't be suppressed by the Scottish police. They had to figure out a way to deal with that. Look, you are joking. I went to a take that gig when I was a, when I was much younger. I'm not a take that fan. And the drunken mums at that concert were more violent than anything <laughs> that I have seen at any Scottish football match. So the drunken mums have flooded the streets. The authorities decide the game cannot go forward. Graham, what is supposed to happen when a match is postponed? How are things supposed to play out? Well, in the case of Dumbarton FC, you get locked inside the stadium for 20 minutes before they tell you to queue outside in the rain for 30 minutes to get your voucher for the rearranged This is fixture. why I said what is supposed to happen. <laughs> I was trying to corral some of the Dumbarton rage. But you know what? Let's have it. Graham, as an example of what not to do, let's talk about when, what Dumbarton did yesterday or what they've done in the other many instances of cancelling games. 
yeah, have some form of contingency plan is what I would say. So that if you do have a match postponed, you're not asking people to queue outside in the rain while someone at the front of the queue, a club official, has a notepad writing writing one ticket, two ticket on the notepad and giving it out to fans like that and pretending that that is some sort of voucher. They honestly, they're, they're they are a bit of a shambles of a club right now. Um, but what is what? meant to happen what? is you. No, 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 no. We're not moving past that. What? <laughs> like, I, I mean, I get the idea, but like, like the Richmond Kickers, uh, a team I love, they're near and dear to my heart. They will do things on a budget. They, 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 I think, will improvise some solutions here and there. That feels less improvised and more so we have no alternatives and don't know what else yeah. to do. So the one intern get out there and uh, deal with an angry mob. I think the biggest issue was they weren't prepared. I'm not sure how much it comes down to budget because, you, you know, the, uh, printing out. 400 vouchers is not going to cost a huge amount of money it was just they didn't have those vouchers ready so they had to do something very quickly and so it was a case of right we're just going to tear pages out of a notepad and you tell us how many tickets you bought and we're going to write basically an iou on a notepad on a piece of paper and you can next week you come back and we'll accept we'll accept them like Ecuador play their World Cup qualifiers like they have they get so many more points at home because they're playing at elevation. Bolivia tend to get better results at home because they're at elevation. They've learned how to deal with it. They've become experts at dealing with this. Dumbarton should be experts at dealing with <laughs> rain delays, no? Like, shouldn't this be the thing that they have streamlined more than anything else? I believe the issue might have been that, that some of the fans at the front of the queue did actually get real vouchers, and but they'd used so many of them over the recent weeks that they ran out and so had to use pages of the notepad. But what should happen is, if you're inside the stadium, you should get a, a voucher that says, I paid my money to, to, to get into the original fixture, and so you show your voucher when you come back for the rearranged game and they let you in for free, or not for free, you've already paid your money, but... In terms of the rearranging of the fixture, it's simply a case of the two clubs coming together to find a date that works for both of them. So in the case of Dumbarton and Sterling Albion, we've decided let's try again next week. And I can't wait for uh, a tsunami or a, a, a tornado to wipe out that game. It's it's on, an, as I say, it's on an extinct volcano or it's next to an extinct volcano. I can't wait for that volcano to become unextinct next week. That'll be the reason. I mean, surely you could just pick up some like volcanic rock and hand that out to the people as, as their voucher. Like, you get two rocks, that's for your two tickets. Return those, we'll know where like they came souvenir. from. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, yeah, and like, because I think if they, if you go back and it's cancelled one more time and they haven't refilled the printed vouchers then maybe at this point they've run out of notebook paper i don't know what other options they have but you are supposed to give notice if you can and if not you're supposed to have the kind of voucher system organized and ready to go uh graham what happens if you have wagered on that match that is then postponed you mean in terms of uh, a bet right yeah that's Mm -hmm. what you mean by that um so in most cases the bet would just be void which is an absolute nightmare when so i've had situations where i think this has happened to me once or twice where a few legs of my parlay has come in and one of the matches gets postponed and the bookmaker's policy in that case is just to void the entire bet which is infuriating if you're onto a winner but yeah i think the bookmakers just void those void those things i'm guessing they're even more inclined to void them if it's like the the seventh bet of a of a chain series of bets and it pays off like a million dollars like oh yeah sorry. Like, oh thank god <laughs> yeah, exactly they were they were ladbrokes were actually at the dumbarton stadium last night with a hose before kickoff because they heard <laughs> that someone had a an, an accumulator a parley that was going to come in for five mil <laughs> this is, now we're verging into uh 
Jackie, I forget his name from uh, Semi Pro, the Will Ferrell movie, where he's running the the Flint Tropics, the basketball team, and he's oh, yeah. just desperate to cheat people out of the promotions and not have to give away free corn dogs or whatever it is. And he's yeah. dodging the dude he owes money to from the giant check competition. I, I like That's the Dumbarton Martin similar. Yeah, yeah, very similar. Um, so this was the fourth. Uh, postponement, correct? Correct. That's, I just want to keep getting correct. that number across just to make Graham angrier and angrier. Where is that on the record for postponements? Nah. So the record for the most postponements of a single fixture in British football history is 29. What? Quite unbelievably. Yeah. What? So that's how many times a Scottish Cup fixture... It's always a Scottish game because we get the worst weather. That's where the postponements happen. Uh, it was a Scottish Cup fixture between Inverness and Falkirk in 1979. So the oh. way that Dumbarton are going at the moment, that record is under threat. I look forward to was, the 29th or 30th postponement. I was like, this is, I guess, funny now. Uh, it's more than 100 years on. Uh, where I went immediately was, I thought you were going to say 1917, and I got really excited that this could be a reality. I was hoping that Scotland was just really optimistic about the end of World War One, and they just kept scheduling it. Like, <laughs> like 1916 becomes 1917. Next week, though. Next week, we might be able to play. It's going to happen next week. W- was that all weather? That that it, it got postponed that much? There had to have been other things. Or maybe it was just people on the pitch with fire hoses hoping that the game wouldn't happen. So the qualification here, for the research that I found, said that they tried to play it basically every day for a period, for a month mm. and a half, essentially. So when you have a bad stretch of weather, and Inverness is way up north, and Scott, that's where I'm driving uh, tomorrow. It's going to take me four and a half hours to get there. Um it's way up north. They'll get a period of snow that will last for a month, two months. So if you're trying to play every day, I can see how you can quickly rack up the postponements to 29. Whereas Dumbarton Sterling Albion has been more of a slow burn where this match was meant to be played, first of all, in January. And so then it was one in February, one in March, now one in April, another one next week. So it would take us a while. It would take us a few years to get to 29 on this, at this rate. It's a monthly tradition now, Graham. That's all. They're, they're just making it a, a regular thing for you that you get to enjoy. I feel like you don't enjoy it that much. Um, <laughs> with airlines, when you have a delayed flight, occasionally you will get vouchers for like $5 at Cinnabon. It's it's never quite enough to, to, to make up for it. It's never even close to enough to make up for it. Have you ever had an experience in which you got anything in addition to a uh, a scribbled uh, handwritten note saying definitely one ticket? I don't know if I want to tell the anecdote of last night because I don't know if it reflects well on me, but you threw a fit, didn't you? No, no, no. <laughs> I went to the pie stall ah. to see if there were any pies going for free because... Well, what are they going to do with the pies? Yeah, it's a fair question. So they told me no, though. Disappointed. Disappointed. All right, run me through this. So you show up, uh, like, what are you, you going to do with the pies? And they just said, we're going to keep them and freeze them, basically. Well, I said, are there any free pies going given the postponement? That's your mistake. Went, That's your mistake. No. You never, like you never leave with well. free. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta like hint at it first. Like, oh, you've got so many pies. It's a shame this game's been canceled. <laughs> yeah, that and then just hint my, at it. It's a, yeah, it's a shame these pies are gonna go to waste. That yeah. should have been my play. Yeah. yeah, and then you're sort of, you're also then towing the Tony Soprano line of like, it would be a shame if something were to happen to all these pies, but maybe one <laughs> of these pies could go missing, and then that wouldn't have to happen. You, could, you could speak a little the language of subtlety, Graham, instead of the language of furious Graham, who now wants a pie to make up for his uh, no football. Yeah, see, I've never actually watched The Sopranos, but now what I'm learning is I should watch The Sopranos so that when there's a postponement at Dumbarton Football Club, I know how to get a free pie out of that situation. (laughs) I like that. I like, I'm assuming that you knew there was a chance it would be postponed because it had been previously. 
And and I, I have been in this position as well, where even if you expect the thing to occur, you know it's not going to, even if you expect it will. And so when it does, it's that much worse. Do you feel like you've gotten used to it at this point, Graham? Is Scotland more likely than any other league to, to offer those postponements? Oh, I mean, yeah. As Generally speaking, uh, postponements are more common in Scotland than in other parts of the UK. It feels like other parts of Europe are better at dealing with adverse weather conditions i think a lot of their clubs play in like all weather pitches and we still try and play on grass you know sterling albion playing grass dumbarton play on well i was going to say they play on grass they just play on mud at this point um but yeah in scotland a lot of the top flight clubs will have under turf heating um in the lower leagues that's not very common and um, you don't get things like hybrid pitches and good drainage technology in the lower leagues either so to be honest postpone- postponements are just they're kind of part of life for me as a Scottish football fan. We at Stirling Albion, to tell on ourselves a little bit here, we've we've had one home match postponed ourselves this season. I would say that was in the depths of winter and not in mid-April, as is the case with Dumbarton. But last night when I left the house, I, another postponement wasn't in my mind at all because it hadn't even started raining at that point. When I got to Dumbarton, it just it started raining about an hour before kickoff. And as a, as a kind of detailed at the top of the show their pitch just can't handle any rain whatsoever so that was it and there are words that sort of get used interchangeably i think i've done that in the course of this episode but a postponement is basically just the game's not happening it will be rescheduled for later graham what's the longest you've waited for a delay like the kickers recently i think for their home opener had a three hour or thereabouts delay with i think six minutes remaining in the game there was lightning so they had to wait three hours to like finish those six or eight minutes or whatever it was so that's definitely something that happens more in in american games than in the uk i can't ever really think of a match being delayed because of lightning certainly it seems like that happens quite a lot obviously climates are different so that's that's natural and in terms of rain they wouldn't really delay a game in, in Scotland. They would just postpone postpone it. Um, I, I, at the weekend there, there was a delay because one of the the linesmen, the line, the officials, got injured in the warm up, and so they had to source a, an official from elsewhere. So there was a fifteen minute delay, and then ultimately they got a there was an amateur qualified referee in the crowd that they squeezed into <laughs> squeezed into the kit. Um, poor guy, he was just there for to watch the game and ended up on 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 the line uh, nope. at, at the match but yeah it kicked off 50 minutes late because the 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 linesman got injured no no fourth officials in Scotland to step in in that moment no 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 fourth <laughs> officials the referees are left on their own pretty much all right USL League 1 looking a little bit better by comparison after this episode uh Graham, any other things uh to be mentioned when we talk about postponements or do you just want to spend a little more time hating on Dumbarton Screw Dumbarton right. and their rock and their <laughs> extinct volcano and their no free pies. It would be, would you be more forgiving if it weren't an extinct volcano? If they had an active volcano that they were intermittently having to deal with, would you get it more then? <laughs> yeah, I'd have more sympathy if they were, if their stadium was below an active volcano. I would, I would have questions about the planning process yeah. of, of building a stadium We've... under an active volcano, but I would accept that would be a difficult uh, situation and location for a football stadium we toured pompeii once it seems like it's a pretty popular tourist destination we wanted that tourist money so we built our stadium next to a volcano 
what could go wrong. I think it could work, Graham. And you get a lava flow throwing. Yeah. That's your heated pitch right there. Just get some lava on that field. Everything's going to melt. <laughs> yeah, they're not getting any frozen uh, <laughs> playing surfaces, frozen pitches next to a volcano. Yeah, they have volcanoes in Italy and they have football in Italy. It works for them. Well, it can work for us too. I mean, this feels like the plot to a, a low budget Bond movie now of we're going to, we're going to ignite something that will reactivate the volcano and then no more cancellations. That's an episode for another day. For now, I think I've taken us into the absurd. I will take us back to concluding this one by saying, Graham Ruffin, thank you for venting all your frustrations with Dumbarton, but also sharing some insight on match <laughs> postponements and delays. Thank you, Taylor Rockwell. That was a fun episode <laughs> and a very valuable therapist session for me. <laughs> Well, I look forward to the next match also being uh, called off, but hopefully forfeited and you get the points. Uh, if that happens, I'm sure we'll talk about it at some point. For now, Graham Ruffin, thank you again. Listeners, thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you again next week. 